Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our favorite time of the week. High school sweethearts turned married couple with two kids. Join us for a conversation on life, parenting, marriage, and more. Welcome to Close Enough. The Thomas family is back in your ear holes. <laughs> One of my favorite things is to stick things in my ear, and I know you're not supposed to. <laughs> One of your favorite things is... Right. Oh, yes. That instant relief. I think you need to do, like, one of those major earwax cleansing things. I love watching that, too. You like your pimple popper. I like the irrigation. I think I could do it for you. I don't trust you. You're the same person who's going to cut off a skin tag with some fingernail clippers. I was going to numb it first. (laughs) With bourbon. (laughs) I mean, I was numb. (laughs) I don't think it would have hurt that bad. And and let's be honest, you wouldn't have the procedure done. Basically, it was the same thing. He just had fancier nail clippers than me. And you didn't get bourbon. So. And a degree. And had done it what millions is, of times before. What do you need a degree for? Like I feel like if you're going to cut on my eyelid, that's something I very, very much need. It wasn't <clears throat> your eyelid. It what if was, your eyes were stuck open all the time? I feel like that's a thing. I feel like somebody has that. I feel like that's a thing. Welcome back to Close Enough. <laughs> Slap dab in the middle of your summer or winter or whenever you may listen to this. Who's to say? <laughs> we are preparing to go on vacation. And by prepare, I'm talking about packing today and tomorrow. And Gary's like, Psh, we just need a few minutes. I don't know. I, I don't know that I've downplayed it that much. Uh, you literally verbatim said, why are you going to start then? I just need a couple of minutes. I just need a couple of minutes. Me. So the task and load is going for everything else we put on me. No, but for me, I just need a couple of minutes. And then if there's two of us doing the work, look how fast it'll go. You have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> you and Charlie both. We'll be the least prepared people what, for this trip. What preparation do you need to go lounge on the beach? I, I need one, you... maybe two pairs of underwear, <laughs> a pair of shorts. I was going to say, you probably don't even know what clothes are clean. You wear seven shirts a day, so... I do not. That... Bullshit. Or two shirts a day. That's the truth. <sighs> Quit you... exaggerating. We're trying to impress the people. <laughs> I'm not impressing them. Two shirts a day, you'll take those two off. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to wake up in the morning. We'll go out to the beach or something. You're going to wear your two shirts. I'm not going to wear a shirt to the beach. I'm this this oh, okay. is going to be on display. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I will post the first shirt combo that has been carelessly thrown atop a oven or chair. That doesn't sound like me. When we Nobody listening believes that. The hotel... It will happen before we even get to the, the condo, into the hotel, and you'll be like, Where, have you seen my shirts? No, that's not true. You're such a liar. You, you can't even say it with a straight face. That doesn't sound like me. It absolutely sounds like you. Oh. Then he uh, shrunk one of his shirts, and now he's mad. You, oh, <laughs> Abigail. I don't know if other people, like, so we don't, there, we don't. Uh, we don't dry t-shirts. Tumble dry a lot of our t-shirts. Um, I've got some that are definitely tumble dry, don't care what happens to them, and then others that we hang dry. But Gary is all hang dry all the time. i got to get that nice custom fit. I mean, when we first got married, you remember all of the like dress pants that you dried of mine and shrunk? No. Oh, so many. That's slander. Also, when you dispatched and those 
like black Old gel navy pants, yeah. ink pants. Oh yeah. That you would keep in your pants and they would bust in the burst, washer, yeah. in the washer and ruin everything. I do not miss those days. I feel attacked. Maybe I need somebody to talk to about this. Maybe. It's a good thing that close enough is brought to you by OnlineTherapy.com. That's Online-Therapy.com. The most complete online therapy toolbox there is. You get individual individual therapy, couples therapy. Right now, for our listeners, 20% off your first month, which includes one live session per week, up to 45 minutes. That's video, voice, or text. Unlimited messaging. Uh, an eight section CBT cognitive behavior therapy program, including 25 worksheets. <sighs> Got to get that homework in daily worksheets, uh, replies on Monday through Friday, yoga, meditation videos, journaling, all that. Click the link in the show notes. Get started 20% off your first month with online therapy.com. I found out where the show notes are. <laughs> Abby didn't. That's, Over 100 episodes in, I was like, what do you mean show? Abby me? listens to podcasts way more than I do and probably has never read a description of one ever based on that, that right there. Um, I've read them. I didn't know they were show notes. I didn't know what they were called. Yeah. Labels, schmables. The notes to the show. It's just like, I don't know what I thought it was. What are you preparing to listen to on the way? Like, in a perfect world, the kids are off in their own little world. You can put in your headphones and, and listen to. I'm reading a book right now. I'm finishing The Nickel Boys. Not talking about a book. Talking about a podcast. Well, what you said was, what are you listening to? And I'm yeah. telling you I would be listening to my book. It's a it's an audio book. So podcast, wi- <sighs> podcast wise, um, I've got lots Lots, lots that I've, um, I'll probably do a little, little two bears. Ryan Sickler is on right now. His laugh. Yeah, I was going to so, say, you, you. I'm always like, ah, it's you get cringed out by it. He's funny though. Yeah. Um, probably my pantsuit. I've not listened to pantsuit in a while, so I could binge that one. Pantsuit politics. Uh, Bert. And her, I went into a podcast, not like very curious, very open and curious. It was Bert and John Chris, yeah, the Christian comedian guy, and ended up being very intrigued with the podcast. Um, I had only heard the this is this is showing my bias, my um I was bad here, not very open minded, but I'd heard like John Chris was cancelled, like he was this Christian Yeah comedian who like you're walking a tight line being a religious comedian. Right. And he had said that. Like he <laughs> talked about how like he was edgy for his community because he grew up a Mennonite. <laughs> and so already he like his family broke away from the Mennonite, like the strict Mennonite community. And like so he was about already the less strict Mennonite community. Well, they moved out to LA and, or to California. And um to a Mennonite community or like no, just just, just showbiz? Just, I don't think it was showbiz. Just moved away. And so anyway, he, it's really weird and what happened, but I guess like he had had, like he was basically flirting with multiple females. How dare he? And like announced that he was in one relationship with one woman. Scandalous. But was seen rollerblading, texting with, <laughs> I know. Getting ice cream cones with. Had a water bottle of vodka with another woman and tried to kiss her. 11th grade. And another comedian told him something like, I just want to say that it would be so romantic if my husband took me on a date to go rollerblading. (laughs) But he was getting heavily admonished for it. Um, It revealed, in that, it revealed some of his drinking problems and stuff, um, to which Bert just... Yeah, crushed. That's not you. Don't want to compare <laughs> your drinking problems. alcoholism to Burt Kreischer. Yeah. But anyway, um, he went to rehab and really just had. It was a really interesting podcast on, um, a little on cancel culture. I hate even saying that, but I really enjoyed that podcast. Learning about him, who he is, and kind of how he figured out, and navigated what worked for him as an artist. 
but then also his experience in rehab was really intense and um remember when celebrities would go to rehab for exhaustion or no they would be like hospitalized for exhaustion yeah and i was thing. always like i i feel like i, I need that diagnosis what? <laughs> who's diagnosing <laughs> that i feel like i could probably get a, a good solid exhaustion diagnosis on uh any given hit me up around like november december i definitely have when exhaustion so Cat Williams said this, and it made it, and it's a good point. Who has been canceled that you would want to bring back? Like who got canceled, and you're like, oh no, there's no way. Now there's certain people that I think are uncancelable. Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, people of that. Like, there's no, you can't. I don't know anybody that's been canceled that I would want to bring back. Exactly, like that's the, you know, sure there's. We have these uh, stepping on my, mic, on my headphones. We have these notions of what cancel culture is, but in, for the most part, they get it right. It it's like for the people that truly it, get canceled. And we like, say cancel. What it's called is accountability, and yeah. people are like, "Well, hell, <laughs> that's yeah. just that's what it is." But I, you know, it's been that's why I don't like using that term. Cancel culture is like weird when really all it seems like is you're being held accountable for something you did. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know. The wisdom of Cat Williams. And, who, in the same interview, he was talking about the Illuminati. And <laughs> well, and John Chris goes shit. really deeply into the conversation on the idea of forgiveness, which, you know, he didn't get super um, theolog- like into the theology or the religious Christian stance on that, but just talking about that idea of religion when he was built upon a religious-based audience, a Christian, specifically a Christian-based audience, who believes in the forgiveness of sins. <laughs> Psych! There are just still people, which he did, he still has, like, timing, I think, kind of like, this stuff went down in 2019, he... Um, COVID hit at the right time. Right. So he, he stays out of the light for, like, 18 months or something like that. Um. But talking about there are still people to this day that are just, you know, there is no forgiveness for him. Yeah. And just talking about he that. Didn't, he doesn't want those people's fans anyway. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. But. I don't know. And he's actually, people... like, I just thought he was very surface level, like, hacky, but he's pretty way more in depth than what I would have given him second thought for. Not, like, that's not the comedy. People that have been around me know the type, like, Joey Diaz, Segura. Dark. Yeah, dark. just dark, obscene, and just funny. Uncomfortable. I think that is, but I've heard Tom talk about that. Like, when he feels like he is ruined, like, the more uncomfortable, the happier he is. Yeah. And I feel like there's a weird, sick part of you that... Me and Tom are very much alike. It's terrifying. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Do you believe in the Illuminati? Like, there's some kind of... <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, I got really caught up into that. Do you remember when the Da Vinci Code came out? And it was all like Freemasons yeah. and shit. I was like, there's something to this. But there wasn't a lot of like internet presence to explore that. You just had to like read the book. What about the stonecutters? I don't know what that is. It's from The Simpsons. Oh. Remember Homer's, the, he's got the stonecutter birthmark. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if, oh man, because I don't want to even go here. Um, I'm going to pause on that thought. Just the idea that there are secret societies at work, um, secret groups operating, whether it be Illuminati, which I don't even know, what does Illuminati do exactly? I just think they determine if you're successful, you got to sacrifice a, you know, a small goat or a child, I don't know. What do you get in return? Success? Success, riches, oh. beyond your, um, beyond the dreams. But what do they get out of that? I don't know. They get your soul. I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Well, I'm open for membership. Like, they want to hit me up. <laughs> Illuminati, if you hear this podcast, I'll, I'll, that was obviously being super successful this week. Um, yeah, so. Hit us up. <laughs> so, thanks to everybody listening this week. Yes. Uh, so, we watch the, the, I watch the numbers just to see. I like to know where we're at. What people are drawn to, maybe the t- whatever. I'm an analytical guy. 
So for two days, the numbers are just like way high. Than normal. Yeah, higher than normal. And Abby's like, what's going on? So like, I'm like, holy shit, there's a hundred more. You know, there's a hundred more. And Abby's like, what, what, what do we do wrong? What do we say? Like, there's, we didn't say anything. My, I, th- but this is how I operate. This is my brain. Gary's like, look, look how cool. Yay. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-mm. That is not good news. <laughs> this is not good news. I want to stick to the hundred people a week that listen. <laughs> Go from there. I hate that my brain does that. Yeah. It is such a pessimistic perspective. Um, I have simply been raised to be. <laughs> I don't think it' been raised like no one trained me to do this, but I think it's just inherently in me to be on guard. I think I've told you I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I want to be the most prepared person to get ahead of that, whatever. Character flaw. It is. It's not good. I don't know. It's like what what I've learned in a decade of putting content online is we're in the position now where we're like well over 100 episodes. There's no, I mean, there's telling, like we can go and see, but... It's hard to say where people find us at in those hundred episodes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, because with search engine optimization, like our host, ACAST, does an awesome job at putting it out there and and different, all these different providers where, like, what's a provider? Like, whether you listen on Apple or Stitcher or whatever. Are we on Stitcher? Yeah, we're on everything. Okay. Thank you. So it's just, it's interesting. Like, it's at, like, it's not hard to find. So, who knows? But if you're one of those, oh, I wanted to bring this up to you today. Mm. Now, granted, with like um, VPNs and things, people can not show you where they're like be right. be listening, but show you somewhere else. But twenty percent burping into the microphone. <laughs> no, That's I wanted like, to do burping ASMR on you are beards and beards killing it today so maybe that's what's going to get this episode popping all right 28 percent of our listens 20 a qu- over a quarter of our listens came from singapore what what yeah that has to be like not we're real. i mean we may be the saviors of singapore i don't really know what's going what, What's in Singapore? I would rather you not say saviors of Singapore because you and your little white savior complex needs to sit the hell down. Um, shout out to the people in Brussels. That's in Belgium. Which um, Cologne, Germany. I see yeah, you out that's there. That's real. That's not real. Like I, like I said, it could be a VPN or whatever. Uh, Delhi, India. How you doing? Um, if you're in Oakville, Canada, shout out. What's some random places in... Uh, United States. Uh, Michigan City, I see you. Uh, Mishawaka, I don't know where that's at. Right. That's fake. But anyway, all that to say, (laughs) thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing, telling a friend. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like me and Matt Chandler could start a a podcast and call it Process Meat. (laughs) Shots shots a picture of... uh, so you would have one podcast devoted to just bourbon, one devoted to your processed meats. I mean, it wouldn't be pro- – I mean, you'd have to take that slow. You couldn't get a lot of content out of it. But, <laughs> but like this week, we review salami. <laughs> Do you like salami? I love a good, solid – Italian sub with like all like the salami, the pepperoni on it, banana peppers, Italian dressing. I don't know. Yeah, I do like that, but it's got to. But the thing with that is, you got to get the cheese on there. Uh, Cheese is a must. I mean, okay, cheese sets off a good sandwich. Like I went to um, except craft crappy craft cheese. That's just disgusting. It gets like good government cheese, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I want I like I like deli cheese, but I don't like it too thick. I'm so weird with cheese. I want I don't actually I don't like deli cheese. <laughs> it gets so smushy and it what mixes you, with the bread. Uh, Can't stand it. You, get, you just don't eat fast enough. What? You just don't eat fast enough. You literally hiccup forever after you eat a sandwich. 
Because I eat it so fast. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, you know, like, I know you know this. Like, when the bread and the cheese, like, become one and it gets stuck in the roof of your mouth. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I don't drive me crazy. Oh, it's disgusting. She drives me crazy. So we're going to take sandwiches like on our trip. We're going to not stop and get food. We're just going to picnic on the side of the I mean, are we, are we taking this trip on the Mayflower? Like, what are you going to stop and do you have like a portable Instapot or something you want to plug in at the gas station? (laughs) It will not be that. I'll just be a man and make a little stew. I'm not going to make a damn sandwich and some chips, man. Like, just to... Just to get, we're going to have all kinds of snacks, just to get us down to Georgia, stop, stretch our legs, let Harlan play somewhere, like, maybe stop somewhere where they have, like, a dog uh, run and he you know, can go meet the dogs. a place that has a, I don't think they have it anymore, except, like, a playland, but I don't think none of those are operational mm-hmm. anymore, because COVID's apparently making a comeback. Yeah. That's all that B-A, B-A. Badass. That's what. That's what they get their badass going. Badass. Badass five. But I've known, uh, like, there's some some people that work not with me, but uh, that I work with in, in different agencies. They've got COVID. I'm like, how do you get COVID? There's several. Like when I got back from Memphis, they were like, "Hey, somebody there tested positive for COVID. You might want to check." Of course, I didn't get it, but and nobody I knew got mm. sick. But yeah, I I mean, I presented yesterday at. Um, and there were people virtual. I had to present. I wasn't planning on it, but I ended up having to present virtually. And they were present. virtual. They, they were the virtual, virtual option they were because they had COVID. Right, right, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Just when you think it's gone, I know, and it just sucks because it's time right before like, school. Starts. Right before school starts. Yeah, what's like, our reopening uh, plan this year? Don't even want to go there anymore. Like my anxiety. Like I feel. Um, I saw Toyota in Georgetown. The plant. They've got to wear a mask now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's that simple. Maybe you just say mask up and yeah, nobody, keep going. Nobody thinks that works. I don't care what <laughs> I think. There's no science to prove that works. Well, okie dokie. Um, whatever. <laughs> we still mask in the hospital. I think we lost Harlan's mask today. Actually, he had a little, little OT Tom today. Yeah, he's, he's getting a good listen, that. guys. If for some reason uh, you hear Harlan saying bad words, it wasn't it's us. Really, not us. I know. I promise. I, know. I, I cuss in front of other people's kids. I don't really <laughs> like. I try to st- stay away from it with him. No, he has started. <clears throat> so he scripts, um, Ecolia, Ecolia, where it's a common um, part of autism where they will do a scripting of something they hear. And this can be, it's on a spectrum, like everything else. And so it could be like, they will on repeat, say things over and over and over again. Or he will, he just, he does not do a super big repeat. He will pick up things. They will lodge into his brain and you never know when they're coming back out again, but it will be verbatim something he has heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're left with like, where'd you hear that? Where'd at? you hear that at? Or how did you know that? Um, like the other day he was fixing something and he just says, come to Papa. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's Elf. That's Elf. He says, come here, baby. Come to Papa. I can't tell you the last time we watched Elf. We bought it and sometimes he'll want to watch it at nighttime, but we never, ever last to the part where it gets to the come to Papa section. Yeah, that's at the end. So one of his new, weird, interesting um, YouTube fixations, because they are all so out there and wild, is he, like I said before, he watches um, the... uh, Google, Alexa. The myriad of AI technology out there. Yeah, and there's a YouTube channel. This lady has has all all of it. She has it all. Cortana... Debo, Debo, Debo. Uh, he know he could tell you all their names. Jibo, Jibo, that's yeah. it. Jibo, um, and he just rattles these off, and you know we know Siri and Google and Alexa. Yeah, and he um he will watch her, and it's just her like going through the different things that each robot can handle. 
So some of them can tell you can do a countdown to New Year's Day. Some can't not. They just know what they will just tell you the history of New Year's or something. Um, but he loves hearing Alexa sing a couple different songs, one of them being Happy Birthday. And he is a, listen, if it's your birthday, you want Harlan at your party. Yeah. He's going to sing. He's going to hype you up. He's all about some birthday action. So <laughs> we can't figure this out. We specifically, we are assuming that, so when he goes to the bathroom, he gets our phone and that's sort of his like sit on the toilet time. And here is your distraction so that you'll sit here. Somewhere he has heard Alexa, people cussing at Alexa. And then having Alexa cuss back. Yeah. I have no idea where. I've not seen it. We've not seen this. But he has dropped the F-bomb twice. (laughs) Twice this week. There's something about little kids cussing. That's so funny. (laughs) He just kept saying it. He kept saying happy fucking birthday. Then, then somebody's like random name got pulled into it. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> Jessica. <laughs> and then the next day he was just quietly, calmly playing. And and you could tell the, the teacher said you could tell he was like kind of running something through his head as he was playing, but he was very calm and happy. Um we would call that he's in his green zone. Right. And he just looked up at the sky like he was talking to somebody and screamed, Fuck you, Alexa. <laughs> Just and then continued playing with his blocks like it was. And I guess that's how true. He doesn't know. So he doesn't know. So they think it's you know they laughed and thought it was funny and the word endearing was used. (laughs) Okay. Nobody uses that word for me when I'm like that. No, they don't. Never get called endearing. Um, it's just oh, but you do worry like. I know that my anxiety lifts up when I do take him places because you literally have no idea what you're going to get. It's like a party, though. He is a party. He's a little person that's a party. We were going down the road. He loves having the window down. And Mm -hmm. I said, okay, window's down, but can hands go outside window? No. Can we throw things? Goodness, no. Can we throw things out the window? Goodness, no. Okay. Mommy's going to rub the window down. Everything stays in the car. Our hands, our toys, our papers stay in the car. I am on a pretty main, well-traveled road with cars behind me. There's some kids selling lemonade on the side of the road. Going at a pace, decent pace to have a little wind. His hand goes out. He flings a a certificate just out the window and looked at me. I said, did you just throw that out the window? Nope. Goodness, no. Goodness, no. And I was like, dang, buddy. Get that little mischievous in me. Yes. Yep. All right. So what's up with all this, these pictures from space? Is this like some new kind of space station or? I have not. It has been very low. Like, I know it's out there. I know. Yeah. There's like everybody's posting pictures. Like. Yes. I have. I have seen the TikToks and and stuff, but I need to like actually sit down and read about it. I'm super intrigued about it. It's like what galaxies we're looking at, um, I, like thousands year old galaxies. How do we know? How do we know that? Who knows that? Nobody knows that. Like I. When you're a kid, I guess you have a general interest in space. A, of know, course. But as I an sti- adult, listen. I still, that's somebody else's problems. <laughs> I don't know if there are problems. It is still so... I think for me, it's the it's big. It's it's so massive that I don't understand... Space. The final frontier. What all's up there? What does it mean? How do people know? Who Are there who really Ewoks this? out there? Ewoks? Yeah. Oh, like in space? Yeah. They're from Indoor. I don't know which galaxy that is. We're going to have to go find them. All right. They need our help. What about Wookiees? Wookiee here. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> do, you th- like, do you want there to be life on another planet? Literally. Wait, wait are these galaxies like other like timelines? Is this the metaverse? Is this the metaverse? It's the multiverse, not the the metaverse is on Facebook. Oh gosh, multiverse, sorry. Is this the multiverse? Hold up, what was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Multiverse? No. We just have other universes out there? Other galaxies. Wait. Galaxies, yeah. There's all universe one. Yep. And there's thousands of galaxies? Yep. Allegedly. We need somebody call Neil Tyson deGrasse on here. He can line us I out. I need a lesson. I need someone to explain. I need, like, space for dummies. I don't know. Nobody really uses those books anymore. The for That's because we got the internet. Yeah. We're also... What, look at what the internet's destroyed. Cliff Notes? Uh-huh. Is it on the internet? Uh, there's a spark notes and what they'll do now is like, they'll give you a little bit of content and then you pay for more. But, um, there's a lit chart. I mean, there's plenty of that stuff out there. Summaries and stuff. And now you can get it in video form. Um, so I don't know. I just, I'm very intrigued by these videos. I'm going to absolutely have to like sit down and, um, read something but i don't i'm so intimidated by everything that's out there like i read something from npr and they were like talking about a sound do kids still want to grow up and be astronauts probably i absolutely think those, those kids exist <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you so i like i read the article and i i'm an astronaut I, it was so like something about hearing a sound and i'm like how do you i couldn't even understand the words in the article to understand what they were saying <laughs> is that because like you don't really learn much about space. Mm-mm. You do, no. but you but you don't. Not. I think there are things that uh, we probably learned, like basic stuff about like planets and space and Uranus. stars mm-hmm. and the sun. But I don't think we necessarily learn like galaxies and yeah, and it kind of stops there. Good. <laughs> Why are sounds you like it's some critical this? race theory right there. Shut the hell up. Don't ever say that. <laughs> so stupid. Don't be that person. I don't know. It's I've seen all the pictures. I see that going around, but I'm like, do people really care or is it just a pretty picture? I think people care. I do. It's like during like when COVID was at its peak and then the the government just releases a bunch of shit about UFOs. Nobody even pays attention to. Well, I mean, I think we just all know. do you believe there's there's life out there yes do you mm-hmm. do you believe in ghosts yep <laughs> i'm gonna go on the ghost walk you don't believe in ghosts no you believe in angels no demons no what do you believe in you're gonna suck at starting a church i don't know you gotta get your woo-woo a little bit more My woo-woo. listen i we're gonna we, what can I promise people? Crystals, the full moon, energy. Like, everything is energy, man. You don't believe all that? No. Okay. It's more fun if you do. For who? Like, I don't know. Essential oils. <laughs> A little I, peppermint was, on your chest. I don't know, like. <laughs> For a headache. I've never been to like hardcore ghost stories and things like that like that genre like i like some horror scary stuff but when you say horror scary what are you talking about i like monsters and stuff mm, what i like more I than like, like that, ghosts so. and yeah no i like ghosts i like ghostbusters that's ghosts I ain't afraid of no ghosts. but you don't think there are places where like here's what i know abby is pregnant not right now. No. no, no. Was. 
was. <laughs> yeah, let me was, take you back to 2007. Oh, that was, <laughs> Halloween yeah. night. We load up on Mexican food, and it's the old show Ghost Hunters. They are doing a live 24-hour ghost-a-thon. I don't know, whatever. But they're at the... It's called a marathon. No, they're, it's, no, they're there for 24 hours. A ghost-a-thon? Yeah, at Waverly Hills in Louisville. <laughs> I was pumped. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. It was literally the most boring shit I've ever watched in my life. You left, though, and I just ordered pizza and stayed up in... And leave you? Yeah, you had to go to work at some point. Maybe I like midnight. Yeah, but. I definitely had to finish out. You didn't get to see the kid with the ball in the hallway, which is a famous, very famous Waverly, Waverly. I don't know. I've seen a lot of Waverly. stuff, a lot of trickery done. <sighs> Little. I don't know. I mean, I'm just cynical. I guess I don't know. Now there are people on TikTok that will like post. Um, they're haunted like houses and stuff, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're but but sure it's a video like that could be it's so hard to vet that. Yeah, oh. but I don't like. Okay, in the same vein, haunted houses. I'm not like attractions. What do you mean? Like uh, Halloween, well, like Halloween Horror Nights or okay, local haunted trail or whatever. Yeah, like those don't do anything for me either. Um, so people get exhilarated and like uh-uh. they, that no. feeling of being scared. That's their that's their yeah, that's, adrenaline rush. Yeah, they get them. I don't like I don't like the haunted house thing because I don't want anybody to touch me. So I'll, I'll punch them. Um, I'll whoop your tail. I don't like that kind of thing. I think, but I don't think like hauntings. I don't feel like those are the same things. Like I don't need anybody to like jump out. And scare me, like jump scare stuff I don't like. Okay, so for instance, we liked watching The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah, that's coming out. Um, Season, the first one. Yeah. yeah. A, they're going to make a second one? There's already a second one. They're going to make a third one. There's not a second one. There's a second something. Yeah, it's the Bright Manor or something. It's Yeah, but it's the same No people, right? No. It, it's the same actors, different story. Kind of like American Horror Story. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the same one's stupid. Um, you didn't watch it. I had to sit and watch it with Charlie. It was stupid. <laughs> but then they made a haunted house with like the the broke neck lady and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Enjoying it from the TV, would you not enjoy it like or like they they've done like a Stranger Things house or Mm-mm. stuff? You wouldn't like. <laughs> nope. Because, I think I could do that because the only way. The only way that they're going to scare you there is by having those things pop out at you. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's go back to last year. They did, because of COVID, everything was behind plexiglass. So they couldn't, so, like, like jump, that's jump out. That's my kind of. I could do that. Yeah. They punch the plexiglass, but I just don't like that. And if people, like, touch you or grab you. I think that's frowned like, upon. Like, I get jumpy if I'm driving in my car and something, like, grazes my foot or something. I can't. It's a little reckless in there. Snake. I just got chills. I hate you. I do say that. (laughs) I'm going to have to scoop my chair back. (laughs) No. Off the floor. I just can't stand that. I can't do it. (laughs) I think I'm locked. (laughs) I've been in a reclining chair. Maybe that's what What? it was. Maybe that's why I got so many listens as I was reclining. Because they could see you, yeah. It's reclining, Abby. It's more fun. Um, you have listed here toxic traits and habits. Oh, what? What? I found this. Did you read it? Did you read the article? Saying uh, no. Okay, hang on. Um, this is. I've not slept well this week. I've done a lot of in the middle of the night reading, and this is one of them. I think it's the moon. Um, see energy. The moon can control tides, water. It can control your mood. Okay, and your <laughs> sleep. <laughs> You say so, darling. All right. Oh, no. Okay. So this is, I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is based on. I think it was just funny, but like, oh, no. Okay. I thought I got got paywalled. So they did like your personality, your toxic trait based on your annoying household habits. And, you know, 
I have no idea why in my algorithm of reading it would say anything about annoying household habits, but that was odd. I had to pay attention to that. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know where that, that comes from. So weird. So soaking dishes in the sink. Do you do that one? You no one really soaks dishes in the sink here. Everybody just leaves dishes everywhere. So nobody likes water. <laughs> I hate you. Um Letting unopened mail pile up. We have a place for it. It doesn't. It doesn't like pile up on tables or anything. Right, but it piles up in that place. Yeah, that means about once a quarter I'll go through. And, yeah, but in the same breath, like I put bills and important things in there. Abby puts everything in there. You find mail like Kroger coupons from February still in there. I was going to use those. I. First off, don't sound like that. Secondly, I probably put them in there and forget to have them. So suck it because I'm a digital. Toxic. So letting unopened mail pile up. Typically, you are one of those people who doesn't check voice <laughs> messages. How many voicemails you got unlistened to right now? And what's the oldest one in there? <laughs> okay. 14. Uh, <laughs> unlistened to. The oldest one. Is from when? Oh, it's easy. It's not. I cleaned it out. So June second. <laughs> it's always the same people. Oh, okay. Every now and then it's. But why would you listen to it? Because you can just wait, you guys, and then it transcribes and then it, and I can just read it like a like a message. Don't need all that nonsense. Okay. <laughs> I hate voicemail. Just send me a text. And I'll ignore it. <laughs> Wait, where was that article at? Um, I've lost it. Okay. Uh, you don't check it because they make you anxious. Yes. I get that. Um, you have extreme fear of the unknown. Yes. And are marginally equipped to know. <laughs> I'm marginally equipped to navigate. Adult marginally. Life. Um, you avoid making decisions. Check. But rather than acknowledge problems and put off solving them, you delay identifying the issues. I don't do that altogether. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is you. This, listen, I don't know if anybody out here listening happens to be like in a relationship and you're thinking about getting married. I'm not. Good. Okay. Um, you need to check in with your significant other on whether or not, on, on where you all stand on the cabinets in your kitchen. I don't know where you're going with this. You are a cabinet lever opener. You and Charlie and Harlan just open drawers and cabinets and leave everything open and walk away as though the energy it takes to just tap the cabinet close is too much. And then I'm so left just, to look we're at just all. Exposing things in here now. Well, you mean yes. Okay. Okay. So, if you leave the kitchen cabinets open, you you're made up of equal parts courage and fear. You're brave enough to start any old task that pops into your overactive mind, but too afraid to finish one forgot one godforsaken project. Accurate. <laughs> you balk at the notion that if one door closes and one opens, because just open them all. <laughs> You're afraid of making the wrong decision and missed opportunities. So you leave everything ajar. Uh, your life is dominated by what ifs, and you'll likely never learn to take definitive action, at least not until you crack the top of your skull on the cabinet door ledge. That's why you're going to therapy. Again, does so, it have one in there about stacking trash on top of trash? And then when nope. the trash is full, nope. I just yell not taking it out, me. she puts another trash bag on top of the trash <laughs> and just starts a, a, like double decker trash <laughs> at least i put my trash in a trash oh looking for a silver lining here leaving one bite or sip does not that doesn't happen here <laughs> we don't know i can't possibly eat another bat um mopping with your foot or in a clorox wipe i do that i'm a visionary visionaries what they use there uh Keeping leftovers in the fridge past the point of viability. That's you. Okay. Let's not mince garlic. 
moldy garlic. You've got severe abandonment issues, <laughs> which cause you to hold on to every damn thing. A perpetual people pleaser? Is this not resonating with anything? You're not even listening to me, are it's you? It's very accurate. Okay. Uh, you fear tossing something may have potential because, well, it will all be good if you just wait a while and add a little Lowry's. It's not. It's add not a little good. Lowry. You don't even put Lowry's on your stuff. I don't. So I am definitely the fridge keeper. There, are, that was all of them. Other than that, like I feel I'm like a visionary and yeah, and indecisive. Clearly abandoned. I would say if people had to complain about me is I will be like, hey, I'll call you right back. And then I never call them back. You never do. I call you back. What I take when I call you, I have to call you multiple times. Like it's not like we don't talk we don't even really text. We talk over Facebook Messenger the majority of the time. But if I call Abby nine point nine times out of ten, she won't answer. Is that true? It, <laughs> Sometimes like I she's gone the other night. I'm trying to call her, and she's like, "Oh, my plane was on airplane mode, or my phone was on airplane mode." Oh, because the last time I went walking, my phone randomly turned on. Like I, I, I will it. say this: we were walking together, and she called me, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And it was in her pocket. So, it, but was my phone on? It like, was on, but. It wasn't calling, it, but it says it's calling, so yeah. I don't know what that sucker was doing. And I don't know, it gets a mind of its own. So I, like, set up a chat room one day, called yeah. people. Thank God I was only doing, like, when I go for my walk with my friend, like, we do, we we talk. We do the yeah, mom, mom up, talks and, up. you know, little little social chats and stuff, and gets a little dicey sometimes. Thank speaking God. of getting dicey, speaking of walks. What? Me and Abby are walking. I, like sometimes I have to make him go with me because I don't. Yeah, think it's so too we're late. going downtown, and we both at the same time are like, "What's that smell?" I Abby's like, "Is that weed?" I was like, "That's either weed or a skunk." <laughs> and so we were like, "Just keep moving." Just so keep we moving. kept moving. So we make the loop. We go back around, which would have been on the backside of of where we were at, where we smelled the weed. Yeah, turns out it was not weed. It was a skunk. Abby sees the skunk. Keeps walking in the same direction. I thought we just like pass it really fast. <laughs> Outrun it. <laughs> if you got, what would you have done if you got sprayed by a skunk? I don't know. I pinned something somewhere. I do like have tomato juice. No, don't bathe. Apparently, water will like soak it in. Don't do that. Water will soak it in. Like water. Water will, helps like, it soak it in your skin. Yes, okay. permanently. So, <laughs> not permanently, <laughs> but for a really long time. <laughs> Sometimes I use words that I don't mean. Like I was listening I don't to mean it. I was listening to one of our last podcasts and I said something about the age of how old they are. <laughs> oh my god, does it make How sense? old something is and its age are the, the same, same thing. thing. I know. I don't know. I just start a sentence and I don't know where I'm going all the time. I don't know. It's uh nature like we've had a, we've seen a snake. Um, our uh, friend, we well, we live in downtown, and like where I grew up, I lived in what you would consider town, but everything was like bad. Like I don't even know how to describe. It. There was a main. Like you street. had a creek, and a, yeah, everything was like within a holler. You weren't in the urban area. We're in the urban area, right? This place, like our town, has like a downtown, and like you can walk on Main Street and walk by people's houses, like yeah. park on the street, kind of place, like not metropolitan, but any, like urban, but it's downtown. And I would call it Maelstrom. There's not like thickly like wooded areas or close enough for us to like there was a deer just a street over one morning. I'm like, we've seen a fox, bunnies or ever some fat bunnies. Big old nasty squirrels. They're so mean. Are they really? I don't know. I just get a feeling like they <laughs> I said this inclination these I do. I feel like they just don't care. I just feel like they do not care. They're reckless and wild. And snakes are ridiculous, but yeah. Lots of different animals. Raccoons, skunks, multiple skunks. There's a skunk on Main Street the other day. I wonder if it's the same one. He'd have to travel really far to make it up there. 
We're just living in the like critter capital. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know. I don't know how they. I do like that sense of, I think, living somewhere. Like, I, I definitely want, like, trees and a yard and that kind of thing. Because, like, this time of year, I love being outside and, like, hearing the bugs and hearing, like, that, the the frogs and at night, like, all of those sounds. I love that sound. And but so, you don't want to live in an infested But I don't want snakes. <laughs> Some reason, know. you know the way Big Brother's always listening. I started getting these snake videos fed to me, and now I watch them all the time. <laughs> like this guy has this king cobra. You know what a king cobra eats? What pythons? Like that's that's all it eats. It eats other snakes. Yes, that's all. So they capture these snakes in Florida. These uh, pythons, they're yeah. in, in Florida, and then they euthanize them humanely. They say, and then they freeze them. This guy buys them and he feeds them to his there's like a, cobra. There's like a python problem yeah. in Florida. Mm-hmm. My kids used to write. <laughs> They're an invasive species there. So my kids used to write papers about this when I taught eighth grade. And every year, like, I would sit and read. They'd write about the pythons? 180 essays. Me, who hates snakes, hates them. Essays about the pythons and invasive species. But I didn't know they ate other snakes. That's wild. King cobras Ugh. eat other snakes, eat these pythons. It's just some of the randomness that I get sent to me on, like, in my feeds. Yeah, yours is insane. Mine just once Like one of them, if you guys want to look up, it's like Gold Coast Reptiles or Gold Coast Rescue, something like that, where these, like, you can call and these guys will come out and get the snakes. Mm. And they flip over this oh, chair oh, and it's like this oh. Den of snakes, Ooh. and this guy's like, oh, he gets so excited. I'm like, just a lot of match on that. Ooh, I do like singing um, the bees when bees are inside like a wall, and they've yeah. been there for a while. What do you call that? A hive. Nest, a hive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love seeing that and how intricate and everything and pretty it is, and how they've done like really. I like that. I think I would. I think I would die though. Like I would, my heart would stop if I came across like, like when people like lift up those houses and they're like, oh, they're just infested snakes. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. there's a sweet little precious girl. And it's the, one of those guys that raises the money to give to kids or to like, he's on Instagram. And he always Charlie. Goes, I think it may have been Charlie. Dream factory or whatever. Maybe. Um, but the girl had been sick and she she her dream is to go to Australia because she loves reptiles. This tiny, cute, precious little girl loves the reptiles. All of them. There's no quality of a reptile that, was, that makes you think you'd be a great pet. Like people who some people love them though. They love they they have the lizards and the snaky snakes and the. I just don't. I need like I want a puppy dog. Or a kitty cat, and you cuddle, and they're soft. And they give back. Like, they, yeah. you know when they're happy. Yeah. I don't know how you judge when a snake's happy. No. I don't think the cats always have that, like, they can show you affection. They purr. Yeah. So you know when they're Actually, they purr. Oh, man, I know. They don't. <laughs> it's disturbing. Um, the purring is not, not necessarily affection. For them, it's what's it mean? Else. I forget again. So you're making shit up again? No, fake news. I used to read this article about cats. Like, here's the thing: when I teach something, I have to read it like at least sometimes six times, and then if I've read it multiple years, I've read it, you know, in the course of two years, twelve times now. Like, think about that. You, don't, what in your life do you have that's like that? redundant and repetitive that you would read over and over and over again. Why do cats purr? No one knows for sure why domestic cat purrs. We mostly interpret it as a sound of its contentment. No. This thing, very it was like scientific America, and it was like, it's not about cont- contentment. I do remember that. They also purr when they're injured or in pain. There you go. 
You're hurting. Purring may be linked to the strengthening and repairing of bones, relief of pain, and wound healing. Wound healing. Wound healing. Um, that's weird. That your that their body like purrs and vibrates to heal their see energy. Everything's energy. Cats probably invented crystals. They are the Illuminati. Somebody told me last night they there are animatron animatronic. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Like robot pets. Yeah. And they were out in public at a restaurant and a woman was just like chit chatting with her animatronic cat. What's it gonna be like when the norms when dudes are taking their sex dolls out to eat? <laughs> what? <clears throat> you saw Whitney coming sex doll. Okay. It talks. I don't- I don't think that they're gonna be like. Here is my sex doll. They would be like, oh, this, "This is my, uh, this is my robot." But we all know what it is. Okay, yeah, but they're not gonna say that. It's gonna be their robot. I didn't say they would say that's what it is. But you just said when dudes start taking their sex dolls out, like specifically. Right, that, but when you say sex doll, you have a very specific image of. What remember that growing is. up that like the blow up doll. Everybody talking about blow up dolls. Yes. And now it's like re- real. Real, yeah. real. Yeah, real, real. I, ugh, I don't think that's gonna. We're not gonna get to. And then Elon Musk is gonna take our. We're gonna be able to download ourselves into these type of machines, live forever. Um. What? Put a pin in that. We'll get back to it next week. Okay. If I, you made it this far, <laughs> we love you and appreciate you. This rambling nonsense of Illuminati. Toxic traits. Toxic. And and put a little something good in that universe because we're out we're out vacationing. Hopefully all's going smooth. The sunburns of when we get back we'll be able to tell you about our sunburns. I don't want to sand chafing. <laughs> I'm gonna try to ride a dolphin. Are you gonna walk with me on the beach? Yeah. At sunrise. Sunrise. <laughs> No? Is that a no? No. Go on vacation with Matt Stokes. Y'all can go on sunrise. (laughs) But it's so pretty. (laughs) If it's so pretty, just make it your... Charlie's like, I really want to pack some sweatshirts. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's going to be a thousand degrees. That's the smartest thing she's ever said. You have not met a middle schooler or a teenager. If you do not think those dumbasses don't wear sweatshirts... They wear them mostly in the summer. Like, when's the most illogical time for them to wear something warm? Summertime. When do you want to put a coat on them? Winter. When will they never wear a coat? Winter. It makes no sense. But she was like, I'm going to pack some sweatshirts. I was like, okay. Like, she's like, two. I was like, you're too, too many there, buddy. And she was like, but like, if we go out at night, we want to watch the sunset. Will you watch the sunset with me? I was like, okay, Char. Yeah. We'll get it for the gram, girl. <laughs> Somebody invite her on your vacation next year so we don't have to take her. Oh, I did. Don't owe me. <laughs> it's hard, man. <laughs> Today I would text somebody. I was like, I think I know. I know why people sent their kids to boarding school. Yeah. I get it. They hit like 13, 14. They're like, you know what? Somebody else can deal with this for a while. Which actually, Marie Montessori who is like the quintessential like education guru and like how to like foster all education really had no solution for middle school. She's like, I don't know. Just like let them hang out and then come back when they, (laughs) when they're done with all of that middle school nonsense. Like she could raise it. She could, you know, effectively educate anyone. She's like middle schoolers. I got nothing, man. (laughs) Got nothing. It's that awkward age. All right. Enjoy your week. Think about us because we'll be thinking about you. Don't forget, you can go to onlinetherapy.com with the cl- with the uh, click the link in our show notes. Get 20% off your first month. We'll come back glistening with a tan, ready to close out summer. Boo. <laughs> Don't forget, you can share this podcast anywhere you want to. You can tell a friend. That's the only thing we ask. Mm-hmm. And leave us a review if you so choose. We got a review from Ashley. Yes. Thank you for that, Ashley. Yep. Until next week. All right. 
I love you. I love you. Toodaloo. Bye. Thanks for listening to Close Enough. Leave us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Close Enough Pod. Consider giving us a share and review on whatever platform you found us on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.